Welcome to the Postpartum Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Renise Yvette. This is the podcast for guidance, support, and empowerment for mamas from the fourth trimester and beyond. We cover topics that will empower you mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually wherever you may be in your motherhood journey. So if you're ready to transform your life and create the health, the happiness, and the fulfillment that you desire, get ready to be Abundantly Empowered. Hello, hello, beautiful mama. Welcome to a Wellness Wednesday episode. I love these midweek episodes so, so much because we talk about the well-being of whatever the topic of the week is for your mental well-being and your emotional well-being. And that ties into everything. When you work on um, your well-being overall, it's for your mind, your body, your emotions, your soul. And that's who we are as human beings, right? We're a makeup of all of that. So I love addressing these Wellness Wednesday episodes, and I hope that you are enjoying them as well. I wanted to give you a brief update because I know I shared with you in the last episode that um, some things are going on with my dad and um, to please send any prayers and positive vibes. So if you sent any of those beautiful vibes and prayers and thoughts and things um, my way for myself and my family, thank you so much for doing that. My dad is doing better. Um, so that that helps me to feel a little bit better as well. So um, things are going okay at the moment in this time. And I'm very, very grateful for that. On another note, my daughter is under the weather. Last week, it was my son. (laughs) This week, it's my daughter. Um, But she is doing better. She had a really rough time um, yesterday. And so it kind of took me out of out of my uh, routine. And I just there's a thing about being a mom and seeing your kids, you know, sick, and you just want so badly to just fix it, right? Make them better. Um, it's so hard to, to see. And you know, all you can do is give them the cuddles and do the things that you can do. And we have to remember it's more than enough. But she's feeling a little bit better today. And hopefully by the end of the week, she'll be able to go to school. She just had a little tummy bug that came through. So um, aside from that, I know I share with you what's going on in my life because I want you to remember that I have kids too, and I got things going on, and it could be crazy, and I get the things. So that's my update from what I shared with you in the last episode, kind of with my personal life and those things going on. So with that being put aside, I want to dive into this topic today. This week, I've, I've been talking about taking your power back, and in the last episode, I shared with you how you can take your power back on a regular basis, right? We went over something specific and different ways you can implement that in your life. So I don't want to use this episode to elaborate on that specific way of taking your power back because I feel like I really went into a full um, description and details on how that affects your well-being and all of that. So today I want to talk about a different aspect of you taking your power back, right? We have power within ourselves in so many ways that we forget about. And so what I want to address today is you having this power of being you as an individual. Yep. 
I know. It doesn't really sound like a power when you just think about it. Like, well, yeah, I'm an individual. Everybody's an individual. But as a mom, as a woman, as beings that are conditioned as we grow up to give and do for everyone else and lose a sense of who we are, remembering that we have the power to stand within our identity of our true selves every day, no matter what, is empowering. It's a thing. It's bigger, right? It's not just a, oh yeah, I'm an individual. You have the power to remember that you are such a beautiful, powerful individual. You matter. This is why I say you matter so much because we lose the sense of who we are. We lose that sense because suddenly when you become a mom, so this is really, I mean, this goes for all moms, but especially if you are a new mom, because I know you're in the thick of it right now, you're figuring everything out and I know it can feel overwhelming. This is so vital to remember that you are still an individual because you get tied down and lost in being a mom. Suddenly that becomes your identity. That becomes who you are, right? Is anyone relating to this? Because I know this was definitely, definitely, definitely me. Where you're like, um, I'm a mom. People are like, what do you do? I'm a mom, right? So, you know, what is your favorite thing about yourself? Well, that I'm a mom. And you're like, but what does that mean? Yes, you're a mother. You're always going to be a mom. When your children are in their 40s, You're still a mom. It never ends. But you're more than that title, this beautiful, amazing responsibility of this beautiful journey and quote unquote job of being a mother. You have to remember that you're an individual, which means you have needs, you have wants, you have desires, you have ups, you have downs. No one's perfect, right? So you're not perfect. You have your beautiful imperfections. You have your uniqueness that you bring to the table. You have hobbies. You have different things that you're passionate about. You are an individual, Not everything is tied into this label, this responsibility, which is beautiful, right, of being a mom. I think we forget this so often, too often, if you ask me. I believe it's too often. We lose our sense of self. And then as your kids begin to get more independent, right, when they're able to go to the bathroom on their own and wipe their own tuchuses. Yes, I use the word tuchus with my kids. I don't even know why. I don't even know why I use that. I'm laughing uh, totally at myself right now. This is a mom moment <laughs> for me. Um, you know, they they learn how to wipe their own bums, you know, they can flush the toilet and wash their hands on their own, right? When they're a little more self-sufficient, they can get dressed on their own, things of that nature. Once they start getting a little bit independent, suddenly there's this moment. I had this moment. It was like somebody dropped the floor from underneath my feet type of moment. That's what it felt like to me. It was like a a wake-up realization of, oh my gosh, they're going to grow up. 
They don't need me 24-7 in the same capacity. It's changing. Yet, I've been so attached to being there and consistently doing and being and everything in as a mom, like that was my identity, that I lost this connection and this sense of self, who I am or was as an individual. Is this, is this landing for anybody? Is, are you resonating with this? This was, I literally felt like the floor was what just like taken away from the bottom of my feet. Like I just like fell down. It was like, what in the world? Hold on a second. And I'm like, they're going to grow up. Then what for me? I'm always going to be a mom, but what about who I am? My identity, my sense of self. What do I want? What am I doing? Who am I in this moment? And this is, again, why I bring these topics of your relationship with yourself and who you are and prioritizing your needs and your wants because this helps for you to step into your power of remembering and taking care of you as an individual. You are important too. Yes, we sacrifice. We have to sacrifice. As parents, there are so many things we sacrifice because we have our children. We sacrifice for them, right? Sometimes you have to go through a a period of time where you are consistently sacrificing because that's what needs to be done at that time. There's nothing wrong with that. It becomes an issue when it begins impacting you when you're taking that sacrificing as a way of living and a way of being. When you are identifying yourself with that sacrifice and saying, I must sacrifice everything all the time, all of who I am, all of taking care of me and my well-being and my health, and I'm going to just pour into and be mother, be wife, be, be significant other, be friend, be in the job, do all of that and sacrifice who I am. That's when it becomes a problem, when you're sacrificing who you are and you lose that sense of self, you lose that connection with you, within you and you don't know who you are and therefore you don't prioritize yourself. You have this power of individuality. You have this power of self. Every human being does. It's so funny how you ask someone, uh, or how we even in general ask someone, what do you do? Like for some reason, we really like get a quote unquote self or kind of like a sense of, of who someone is by asking them what they do. Have you ever noticed that? That question, like this phrase, like blew my mind because it woke me up and made me realize we really do as society. We base who someone is by what they do. So the first response anyone has is their job. It's either I'm a mom, I'm a dad, or it's a job title. Have you ever noticed this? If you meet someone, so what do you do? Why do we ask that? Why don't we ask, hey, who are you? Tell me about yourself, right? 
I mean, in a job interview, they always ask that. Tell me a bit about yourself. Do you ever find yourself like stuttering when someone asks you that? Tell me about yourself. You're like, uh, about myself. Well, and then you start off by saying, I'm a mom. (laughs) I'm a dad. Uh, I, I'm a, you know, a doctor or a lawyer, right? You, you're like, wait a second about myself. Whoa. That means that I got to think about who I am. That means that I have to tell you the deeper things. Not that you're going and giving your whole life story and going, you know, super deep there, but it's saying that you have this awareness of who you are, that identity, that self. This is powerful. There's so much power in this. We forget that we are individuals. And therefore, when we forget, when you forget you're an individual, when you forget your sense of self, you lose it and you give and you do for everyone else. And you, you again, that cup runs empty. Your mental well-being, your emotional well-being, your physical and spiritual well-being. And then when you look at yourself in the mirror, you're like, I don't know who you are. And all you have are all these mixed emotions and all the overwhelm and the stress and the anxiety and all these things that you've been feeling staring back at you. And you're like, why? And then you want to fix it. And then you think if you lose the baby weight or you lose this weight, it's going to make you feel better. And it's not even going to help with that because you're not connecting with your sense of self. And I know that probably struck some chords for some people. It, I used to be, if you don't know this about me, I started my entrepreneurial journey with health and fitness. I started in that world because so many people, especially women, we are really self-conscious about how we look and our weight and all of these things. So I wanted to help as many people as possible with that. And I went through this on my own, okay, with, with my body image. And all of that. And especially after having kids, right? You go through this because we put on weight in order to bring these incredible, beautiful children into the world, right? So what I realized is as you go through that journey, all these people I'm working with, all these people that I'm talking to, it was the same things coming up over and over. And they would lose weight and then gain it all back. Or they would start and then they would lose motivation and not finish. And I used, I saw that and I was getting frustrated. And I realized that it's because it's deeper. It's not about the weight. There's something deeper. And if you're not identifying what's going on within the person, then the cycle continues because you're not getting to the root of what's going on. And they think that the weight factor is going to fix it. Is anybody identifying with this? I am. I went through, if I don't, I think in one of the early episodes, I want to say, I want to say season one, it probably was, I shared a bit about my struggle with um, eating disorders and things of that nature. You can go back and listen to those. Um, But to sum it up, I thought that a smaller, you know, gene size and losing weight would make me feel happier. I was dealing with depression and anxiety, right? I thought I would feel happier and feel loved and be accepted and make friends because of that, that I would feel better. And I ended up doing it in a very, very unhealthy way. And I was in a much, 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 much smaller gene size. I got to a very small um, weight, very unhealthily, and I didn't feel any better. I realized I was the same person in a different gene size. It didn't change anything except for my outside. And that wasn't enough. 
So I premise this, I kind of did a side note here, bringing this in here, because I want you to remember that when you're looking at yourself in the mirror as a mom and you're feeling exhausted and you're feeling tired, to look at your outside of who you are and think that that makes you you, that that's who you are, that's yourself, it's it's literally just an outside. It's not the who you are of yourself. That's not your power. Your power is within you, right? It's not your body. It's the you. And when you begin taking care of you and connecting back to self and stepping into your power of yourself and you begin to take care of your well-being, your needs and your wants, everything else follows. Your body will change because you are working on the root. You're, you're caring for yourself, your well-being. I know this sounds weird. Some people are like, that doesn't make sense. Like they think that they have to work on the outside in order for the inside to kind of happen, right? Like you got to do the thing. No, when you work on the inside, the outside reflects. It's the same way with manifestation and things of that nature. What your outside world is a reflection of a lot of what's going on in your inside world, okay? So it works that way with your body. I'm not saying you can sit on the couch and just kind of like work on personal development and you're going to see weight fall off. You will see a shift somewhere. There's going to be something. You're going to feel healthier for sure. But yes, you got to do something too. But it's not about just the outside aspects is what I'm saying. That's not who you are. That's not who you are. Don't get caught up in, I got to lose the baby weight. Got to do this. That's going to make me feel better. Because I, from experience and from seeing this over and over and over with people, from seeing, with, from seeing the results of people I've worked with, when we work on the inside from the inside out and seeing the dramatic shifts that happen in their body, they're like, wow, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that, like, that this would happen or be so easy just by identifying these specific things. I'm telling you, by that, it's been a game changer. I No, I've been there. I understand. And I also understand how it can be so frustrating looking in the mirror and being like, what am I looking at right now? I want to change something. If I change that, I'll, I'll feel better. You have a power of self. And if you begin taking that power back and working on who you are, connecting within yourself, you know, prioritizing your needs right? That's your well-being. That's, you know, mentally and emotionally, physically, spiritually, your needs. And then prioritizing your wants. Maybe not every single want, right? We sacrifice. That's okay. There are, are certain wants you have that you can prioritize because you're an individual. Your needs and wants are as important as everybody else's, okay? You have to put them somewhere on that front burner with everybody, right? In order for you to be the best version of you, right? So this is so important. I want you to remember you always, always, always have power over yourself. You are an individual. You have the power to always choose how you're going to respond in situations. You always have the power to choose whether you are going to take care of yourself or not. You always have this power, even in those moments where it feels like you don't. Because we give that away all the time. 
because we lose ourselves in being moms and significant others and taking care of everything and everyone. But when you take that power back and you step into your identity, yourself, your individuality, you will suddenly notice all of these different shifts that happen. You feel better. You share better. You care better and easier. You're happier. There's more flow in your life. There's more joy in your life. And I know that's what you want. And I know that that's what you're worthy of. So, Mama, how does this feel to you? Knowing you have this power. Knowing that just by beginning to identify your sense of self, a little bit each day, that it can change your entire life. How does that feel? You will, by doing this, I just have to promise this because I feel like it needs to be said. Just because you're prioritizing yourself and you're identifying with your individuality and your sense of self, it does not mean that you are ignoring your kids or that they're going to be any less important. They will always be just as important as they are right now. It's just that you are making yourself important as well. So that you can be the best version of you as their mom, right? They are never going to be less important. They're never going to be put on the back burner ever. You've been doing that to yourself, right? We put ourselves on our, our own selves on the back burner to sacrifice for them and, you know, getting caught up in that. But when you bring yourself to that front burner, they see you different. Your kids see everything. And don't you want to be that example for them to show them that it's okay to always be you, right? We always want them to be themselves and to love who they are and to show the world their uniqueness and their amazing things that they bring into this world naturally. You don't ever want them to put that aside and be somebody that they're not, go through the motions, sacrifice, detach from themselves. You want them to be so much more. And those things that you want for them are the same things that you need to desire for yourself because you're important too. You are an individual, a powerful individual. All right, that's all I have for you today. I hope that this helps to support you in your journey. If you liked this episode, screenshot it while you're listening. Post it in your stories on Instagram. Tag me, right? All my info's in the show notes so you can know how you can, um, where to tag and all the things. I love tagging you guys back in um, stories on, on Instagram. You can also just share this with a fellow mom. You know, share it with someone that you feel would really resonate um, from this episode. I'm so grateful to you. I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful to you. Um, I'm sending you so much love. Thank you for listening, for being here, not only um, for me, right? This is not about me. Thank you for being here for you, for showing up for yourself. This is you stepping into your power by listening to this episode, by identifying the things within you that resonate, and by taking one step at a time for you. That's huge, and you're doing amazing. All right, Mama, I'm going to give you your reminder. And then I will uh, hopefully talk to you in the next episode. So here it is. You are beautiful 
You are powerful. You matter. And you are capable of creating everything that you desire. All right, mama, till next time. Hey mama, thank you so much for listening. And if you love this episode, please hit the subscribe button and feel free to share it with a fellow mama that would resonate with it too. So until next time, remember you are worthy, you are powerful, you are enough.